This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, friends. I'm glad that you found me. My name is Brandon D, or in the social media world, you know me as Mr. Gratitude. I'm so glad that you found me. I love to dive deep and talk about the things that everybody thinks about but is afraid to talk about. When it comes to life, dating, positivity, motivation, and a little bit of the free thinking mindset, you're in the right place. Go grab yourself a cold drink, grab yourself some snacks, get comfy. Here we go. Hey friends, so most of you know, I, I kind of talk about it sometimes in content, but I had a dating site. I'm not going to say their name. Uh, they approached me and <laughs> most of you know that I can't stand online dating, but I'm also a businessman and I'm also very serious about wanting to find my person to you know, be married again. So I, I gave it a shot and I've been dabbling with uh, a dating site and um, nothing's changed. It, nothing's changed. Uh, you know, I, I was on dating sites many, 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 many years ago um, after my divorce and have kind of dabbled in them. And it's the same thing. There's something, there's this crazy dark cloud over online dating. And I think it's just because the platform itself, any online dating platform is really built on this, almost like a, a narcissistic platform. It's a, it's like a, hey, I, I'm a I'm an animal in the shelter. If if look at me, look at me, take me home, take me home. It's it, it that's the feeling you get, and it doesn't matter what you do. You could be one of the five percent that's actually looking for something real. That's actually looking for something authentic, and you're still you, you're just gonna struggle. So I wanted to share a couple stories of being back in that and then just some tips and tricks. I haven't um, updated you guys about some tips and tricks for the dating world in quite some time. So we are going to do that in tonight's episode. Stay tuned. So you know I love relating to each and every one of you. And 99% of the time, when I do my messages on content, it's for you guys. I like to speak directly to you. And I love doing that because I want you to relate. I want to relate to you. And I want you to know that I feel what you're going through. That even though I'm a professional, even though I do what I do, I've gone through the same things that you are going through. I say that because dabbling back in this online dating world, it it is, I can't even explain it. Doing what I do and, and consulting people, consulting couples and talking to people about relationships day in and day out, 
my mind still can't fathom some of the things that people do and it and and nobody's innocent it's both men and women nobody is innocent it's i, I had a couple people so i went i went back online for it's been it's been about 2 weeks and I, I'm very open and honest. I tell people exactly who I am. They look at my content. Oh yeah, yeah, I've either heard of you. And there was actually a few of you, uh, three of you so far in two weeks that have caught me on this dating site. And there was 28 to 30 potential women that I had matched with that I thought could be a potential match. And out of those 28 or 30, two of them, I actually connected with, chatted with, and the same thing, the same thing. And you guys know, you know, I don't believe in ghosting. You know, I don't believe in it. No, none of these women owed me anything. So I just laughed and chuckled when I didn't hear from them again. But one of them in particular, um, tried to give me the excuse of, oh, you're, you know, you're the, you're the first person. And this person has been out of a relationship for a little over a year. She's like, you're the, you're the first guy that was actually serious about wanting to date me. And I just don't know how I feel about that. And I'm, I'm really not ready to date. I'm really not. <laughs> and I chuckled. And so I checked and I, I looked. And of course, the, the same day, the day after the day after her dating profile still up. So she tried to, in my mind, I'm like, do you realize, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're dealing with? You don't have to sugarcoat with me. Like there was a, a shift in polarity. You can't handle something real. I get it. I get it. And that's okay. But it still trips me out that people are so willing to sugarcoat and make up excuses when their polarity is shifted and it hasn't changed. So even me, Brandon, Mr. Gratitude, I get the exact same things that you guys get. And that's why I can't stand online dating and I'm so against it because most people, not all of them, I will never make a blanket statement, but most people in online dating have no freaking clue what they want and they should not be in the online dating world. And then the other one, I did meet up with her, talked, hung out a little bit and nothing, nothing like she presented herself to be. And it happens. I get it. I wasn't, you know, mean about it or anything like that. I just gracefully said, Hey, I'm, I'm not feeling this. This isn't what you kind of made yourself out to be. And I moved on. But these are the same things that I encountered eight, nine, 10 years ago when I was in online dating. And it's, it's just this phenomena. You can't explain why people just can't be authentic and be who they are and actually put it out there of what they really want. So I go back to that statistic and, and this statistic is mind blowing that 5%, 5% of people that go online are actually emotionally available. They know what they want they're there for intention and they're there for purpose to actually find somebody serious, worthy to potentially marry. And the other 95% are have no clue what they want. They're not emotionally available. They're narcissists. They have codependency issues or some sort of other behavior disorder. Now, again, I'm not saying that to knock anybody. I'm saying the truth. If you have codependency, it is a behavior disorder. It's not necessarily a devastating deal breaker, but it there's a part of that that makes you not emotionally available. Rather, you are finding people online or organically. It's it's hard in 2021. It's so hard. I think there's 
a good portion of people that are still living in fear. They're afraid of COVID. They're afraid the sky's falling. They're afraid of so many things rather than just being like water and just living your life and stop living in fear, which is making the dating world very difficult. And another factor is distraction. You know, so many people are being killed by social media. And I don't mean physically. I obviously just mean their social life, their emotions, their mental status. That's why even me as a podcaster, content creator, influencer, I take breaks and I don't spend a lot of time in social media. I post, I help people and I get out. I don't spend my days on TikTok, on YouTube. Um, it's You have to have that mental break, but it's also creating a distraction in the dating world because what's happening is you have this, you could have this amazing person at home. You could be married to this amazing person. You could be dating an amazing person. But for some people, what happens is they get caught up in this fantasy, this fairy tale of social media and they see an attractive face or they see something they're doing or taking their shirt off or shaking their booty and they build up these uh, lust of the flesh and it creates this emotional cheating environment and it has created a lot of problems in relationships and it's real. It is a real disturbance. It is a real problem and people need to be aware of that to have happy, successful relationships. Another thing is working on things. Never take the easy road. You don't want this easy fairy tale, fluff, fluff, woo woo relationship. Now, in the beginning, connecting, of course, you want that energy to be free flowing. You want it to be natural. You want to have that great connection. But the struggles do come along with that, and nobody's perfect. If that person is truly pursuing you and they're showing you actions that they're your hype person, I mean, stuff like that is priceless in this day and age. You cannot have the mindset of, oh, this person's cool, but this person might be better. Oh, this person's cool, but this person might be better. Because what's going to happen is you are going to chase and chase and chase and chase and be 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and end up alone. There comes a point to where when is enough is enough and you are going to focus on one person and one person only. Depending on your age bracket. Now, he, me being 41, I've dated a lot. I've been married once, been divorced a long time. So I've had my times of having fun. And so for me, I'm good. I'm open. I would love to find one person right now at 41 that I could spend the rest of my life with. Other people are not in that mode. You know, mid-20s, even in your 30s, some people are like, eh, I'm not quite ready for that one person. And that's okay. But you have to be honest with yourself and with the other person and not play with somebody's heart and waste their time. I get asked a lot, how can I tell if this person's into me or how do I weed people out? I always take it back to action, action. I could talk all day long. Somebody can tell you you're beautiful. Somebody could tell you you're handsome. Somebody could tell you they like you. Oh, I want to see you. I really do. But I'm just so busy. Oh, I'm so busy. It's bullshit. It's absolute and utter bullshit. When somebody is truly serious and wants to pursue you, they are going to make it happen. There's no excuses. I'm busy. Everybody's busy. You're special. I'm special. We're all special. Okay? There's no excuses. If If I like you, if I'm digging you, I'm one of the busiest people that I know, but damn, if I find that woman 
that I want her time and I want to pursue her, I am going to arrange my schedule because I want to show her action that I am into her. I'm going to, I'll shift around, you know, some of my content. I'll shift around a consulting appointment. I'll, I'll make sure I make it happen to see her. It's not about just, oh, I like you. It's actually making the effort. Send her a text, send him or her, whatever, a text message uh, in the morning, make them feel special. Hey, you know what? I just wanted to let you know that you crossed my mind and I hope that makes you smile. I'm not saying you have to text somebody 24-7 to show them you're into them, but give them that feeling that they're being pursued. Maybe randomly call them. You know what time they go to lunch. You know what time they have their breaks. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, I wanted to call you. I just wanted to hear your voice. You know I don't like texting. Hearing your voice is so much more personable. I hope your day's going well. I really do. Things like that make somebody feel so special and feel appreciated and pursued. And those are telltale signs that somebody is into you. Don't take words. Don't take words. Anybody can talk. Anybody can gaslight you. But it takes a real person after your heart to show you those actions. Also, your dates. What kind of courting is this person doing for you? And and again, it goes both ways. There's nothing wrong with a woman calling up a man and saying, hey, I really enjoyed my time with you. Me and my girlfriends are going to meet up here. Do you want to come join us for dinner? Do you want to come join us for a drink? I mean, that's a big deal. As a man, if, if this person is inviting me to meet her friends and to be social, she sees something pretty amazing in me. Same thing. If a dude wants to bring you around his friends, he obviously thinks you're going to stick around because men are ego driven and we don't bring people around that we don't think are going to have some form or sort of potential. Um, they are not, they are not inviting you over to their house right away. Even if it's completely innocent, here's the thing. You're two grown adults. You're going to be alone in a home and there's obviously attraction or else you would not be on a date. You know it's going to get physical. You know it's going to get physical. Even with boundaries, you could have the thickest boundaries in the world, but you're human and you're putting yourself in a situation. If you want to be serious about somebody and don't want it to be clouded by the physical, hold off on having sleepovers and having people over to your house as long as you can. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong or negative about that, but you have to be cautious about what you truly want. Because when sex comes into the picture, it clouds everything. It changes the dynamic of a relationship. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. It changes the dynamic, period, period. Even if you're in a friends with benefits situation, nobody walks out of that without getting hurt. It happens time and time again. So just be cautious of what you're looking for and what you want and make sure that you are being intentional, that you are creating healthy boundaries. While I'm on the topic of boundaries, and I'm going to wrap this up with this, is if you're creating boundaries in a relationship, make sure they are done very early on in that relationship. The first couple conversations talk about boundaries and here's why. If you start dating somebody and you're weeks, months into this, and then all of a sudden you're throwing these boundaries on them, I don't, that's not fair to that person because you've allowed them to push buttons. You've allowed them to cross those boundaries and now you want to put the brakes on them. I always recommend putting those boundaries up early so they know what they're getting into and they have an option to either exit that relationship or say, hey, I value you enough that I'm going to honor that boundary. Make sure you are doing those 
early. Protect your heart, but don't overthink. I think a lot of times we live in this, oh my gosh, I really like this person. What am I going to do? They could hurt me. If you have that mindset, you're not ready. You are not ready. You are not emotionally available and you shouldn't be putting yourself out there when you are paranoid that somebody else is going to hurt you. You cannot make somebody else suffer for another person's mistakes. So I hope that helps. And I do have some matters of business for some of my top gifters. I finally got back in the mix of things this week. I've been going live a lot more. So I do have some special shout outs for people that gifted me. The first person who came into my live and that gifted me was Amanda Patterson, 009. Thank you so much for the love and support. Thank you, Amanda. I hope you come in my live. Look forward to seeing you again. The next person is Crazy Southern Gal One. Thank you so much for coming to the live and shining some light and love and support. We appreciate you. And for all of my moderators, thank you so much for my moderators for doing what you do. Without you, ladies and gents, it would make it a little more difficult for me to do my live session. So I really, really appreciate you. Stay tuned for next week. I am going to have a special guest on the show. We are going to be talking about recovery from abusive relationships, how to deal with narcissism, and other forms of toxic abuse. So you won't want to miss next week's episode. You know what? My reviews are still hovering at 46. And it blows my mind how I have thousands of you that listen to my podcast every week I don't ask for anything, if anything at all, other than for you to take three to 10 seconds out of your precious day to go leave me a solid review. It's super simple, super, super simple. If you don't know how to do it, you go to iTunes, you go to Spotify, make sure you're logged into your iCloud account or your Spotify account. Find my podcast. There's a link to review it. Leave me five stars. It really, really helps me out. I need more and more reviews right now. It helps me to secure sponsors. It helps with the overall outlook of my podcast. And if you love me, why not give back? I love you guys. So that's all I ask. Please make sure you're doing that. And until the next time, stay blessed. <laughs>